Greetings, Earthlings. Today I'm back with a review of a microphone designed by the legendary microphone maker David Royer. That microphone being the Mojave MA201 FET. If you are interested in this microphone, it will cost you around $800. Like always, I'll throw some links down below. And for this video, I have the microphone connected directly to the Focusrite 18i 22nd Gen. The gain is set at 1 o'clock. I will not do any kind of post-processing, but I may boost it in post, so check the doobly-doo to see what I diddly did. Now let's talk about what comes in the box. First off, you will get this hard shell storage case. You'll of course get the microphone, a shock mount, a 5 8 to 3 8 inch microphone stand adapter, and a tiny piece of documentation. Then as far as the build quality, this microphone feels absolutely outstanding as well as it should. It feels incredibly robust. It has an all metal body as well as a metal mesh grill, which does have a bit of give to it, so I would be careful with that. It has a one inch capsule, weighs in at around one pound. As we move around the microphone, there are no buttons or switches, and on the bottom you will find the XLR port. Then as far as the specs, this microphone has a cardioid polar pattern, a frequency response of 20 Hz to 20 kHz, a sensitivity of around negative 39 dB, an impedance of 550 ohms, a self noise of approximately 14 dBA, a max SPL of 125 dB, and a phantom power requirement of plus 48 volts. Now I'm spinning around the MA201 FET to 90 degrees so you can hear the off-axis rejection and coloration. We'll continue around the microphone to 180 degrees. Here's what the rear of the microphone sounds like. Continuing around the microphone to the second 90 degree angle, here's the second side, and then rotating and ending at the front of the microphone. I am very sorry, Mr. Royer, but now let's see how well this microphone does at rejecting plosives. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Please bring pizza pronto. Now I'm right on top of the microphone to demonstrate the proximity effect on this thing. Now I'm about three inches off with the mic pointed at the corner of my mouth and here is how the audio is sounding. About one foot away from the microphone, two feet away from the microphone, and about four feet away from the microphone. Now I am typing on a keyboard with Gatoron blue switches to see how much of my voice versus how much of the keyboard it picks up. And for you covert gamers, now I am typing on the feds keys. Somebody's gonna get that. <laughs> Here is how the microphone sounds in a well-treated room. And here is how the microphone sounds in a completely untreated room. And now to see how effective the provided shock mount is, I will go ahead and bump my desk to see how much of that it rejects. And I'll tap on the boom arm. And because I'm an incredibly annoying person, I will now tap on the body of the microphone to see if there are any kind of resonant frequencies. Now I want to do a very quick comparison between the MA201 FET and a couple of other microphones on the market so we can see how this stacks up and how it compares against some other options on the market. 
We'll start on the Mojave microphone. I am six inches away from this. The gain on the interface is set at one o'clock. No post-processing, but make sure to check the lower third because I may have to boost each of these microphones in post differently. But let's jump to the first mic and do that comparison. First up, we are on the Audio-Technica AT2020, six inches off, gain at one o'clock. This is one of the most popular home studio microphones because it is only $100. You may be asking, why are you comparing a $100 mic to an $800 mic? Because it's so popular and it gives you context. So here is how this sounds, $100 versus $800. Let's do some more comparisons. We are back on the Mojave MA201 FET. No changes to the gain, the distance, anything. Here is how this microphone sounds. Let's jump to the next one and hear how it compares. Next up, we are on the Neat King B, which goes for about $130 or did go for $130. Six inches off, gain at one o'clock, check the lower third. I don't think this is currently available, but I know this is a big fan favorite. People love this thing because it's got a, it's a great bang for your buck mic. And here is how it sounds compared to the Mojave. Let's jump back to the Mojave and do a few more comparisons. Back on the MA201 FET again. This is how an $800 microphone sounds. Get a good feel for it, listen to it, hear how it sounds on my voice. And let's jump to another microphone and compare it to that. Now we are on one of my all-time favorite microphones, the Rode NT1. This goes for around $270, so quite a bit cheaper than the Mojave Cardioid Solid State Condenser. Six inches off, gain at one o'clock, check the lower third. Here is how it sounds. Let's jump back to the Mojave and do some more comparisons now. Hey, we're back on the Mojave again because there's never enough comparisons in here and I know I will still get comments saying, hey, you didn't do a comparison against this and you should have done that. Sorry, I can't do them all. I would love to. I just can't. But here is the Mojave. Let's do some more comparisons. Next, we are on the Shure KSM32, which is, in my opinion, a real sleeper condenser microphone. This goes for $500, six inches off, gain at one o'clock. And here is how this microphone sounds compared to the Mojave. Something about the Shure KSM32, it's just special in the top end. It's so soft, but not overly dark. Really a cool sounding mic. So this is the KSM32. Let's jump back to the Mojave. Hey, we're back on the Mojave M20, MA20, A, A, M, A, A, 201 FET. Sorry for any Fonzie fanatics out there. I know you're deeply offended. The MA201 FET. Here is how this microphone sounds at six inches, gain at one o'clock. Let's do a few more comparisons. Next, we are on a little baby Neumann, the Neumann TLM 102. Hello, Neumann. This goes for $700, six inches off, gain at one o'clock again. Check the lower third. And here is how a somewhat comparably priced condenser cardioid microphone from Neumann sounds like compared to the Mojave, designed by David Royer. Which one do you like better, Neumann or Royer? Mojave, not Royer, but designed, you get it. Let's jump back to the Mojave. Alrighty, we are back on the Mojave again. I just realized I did not tell you where this microphone is made. 
I don't know. That information is not available. I believe the capsules are made in China. The body and the electronics may be made in the U.S. I don't know. Don't take my word for that. But this is how the Mojave sounds. Let's jump to another mic and hear how it sounds compared to this one. Now we are on one of the most popular voiceover microphones, the Neumann TLM-103. This microphone goes for about $1,100, and it is a fixed cardioid condenser microphone. Here is how this sounds. Oh, I'm six inches off, gain at one o'clock. What a shocker. Like I would change now. I don't think I have to. I think everything's still, still in the clear. But this is what an $1,100, $300 more than the Mojave. Here is how it sounds compared to the Mojave. Does it sound $300 better? Let me know. Comments down below. And we're back on the Mojave again, $800 solid state fixed cardioid polar pattern microphone, condenser microphone at that. And here is how this sounds. I believe this is the last comparison we have, and many of you already know what it's going to be. Here is how this microphone sounds. Let's jump to the last mic and do that comparison. And that is right, you all knew it was happening. Now I am on the U87 AI cardioid mode no high pass filter no pad no nothing and here is how a 32 to 3600 dollar microphone sounds like compared to an 800 dollar not dynamic condenser microphone good golly i'm having a hard time speaking today but i wanted to include this because this is another voiceover staple give you a bit more context from the low end on the AT2020 to the high end on the U87AI. But let me know which microphone did you like the best? Did you like the Mojave, Audio-Technica, Sure, Neat, Rode, Neumann, 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 or <laughs> which one? Let me know down below. Now let's do a music test. <laughs> Another day, another microphone review conclusion that you need to know. And won't you tell me what you think in the comments down below? I am so desperately awaiting your comment telling me what you think of this microphone. I know that sounded super duper sarcastic. I didn't mean it to come across that way. Let me know what you think of this mic down below in the comments. Okay, don't you know there, buddy boy. For a first-time player on the channel, that being Mojave, I have to say I'm really impressed with this thing, and I cannot wait to try out more of their microphone, more of their microphones, which we will be doing in the future. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All that stuff. But first, let's talk about the pros and the cons. Pros. The off-axis coloration on this thing is damn near non-existent. When you're all the way out to 90 degrees, it doesn't sound funky or odd, meaning if you're capturing any of your room, 
it's not going to make it sound funny. It's not going to affect the sound or the tone of your recording. And secondly, I know this is kind of a cop-out, but the sound of the microphone. It has this amazing weight to it, but it doesn't sound muddy or loose or undefined down there. And then the top end is detailed and articulate and clear, but at no point does it become fatiguing. That is, in my opinion, the main pro about this thing. It's the sound of it. And then as far as cons, I am being a little bit nitpicky, but I would love for the mic to come with a standard microphone stand as well as the shock mount. That way, if you're micing something up in a tight area like my box of doom, you're able to do that a little bit more easily. And secondly, it doesn't do a great job at rejecting background noise. If you're someone in an untreated room and you don't want to pick up a lot of reverb, that is going to be a huge drawback from this microphone because it does not reject any of that. Next, as far as my overall thoughts and opinions of this microphone, on the electric guitar, I really enjoyed it because it has this weighty girth to it, <laughs> but it doesn't come across as muddy. The mids were open sounding, not overly punchy, not overpowering, and the top end had this detail and this bite to it without becoming piercing, without becoming fatiguing, without becoming sharp. On the electric guitar, I really, really enjoyed it. Then on the acoustic guitar, again, I really liked it for that application. The thing that I noticed is when I was really digging into the strings, it captured that aggression, and I really heard that in the upper frequencies. But then when I laid back and played a little bit more softer, it ended up smoothing out. The entire microphone sound became smoother and more enjoyable, more laid back, if I could call it that. Really worked well on the acoustic in both playing styles, in my opinion. Next up for singing, the standout for me was the upper end of the microphone. I heard somewhat of a sheen to it, which you could really hear when I make shh sounds while I'm singing. It's so clear and so concise sounding, but it avoids coming across as analytical and all around for singing, I really enjoyed it. And lastly, for spoken word, one of the first things I noticed on this microphone was the weight to it. When you get right on top of it, you get this low-end, girth, heft, whatever you want to call it, and I really, really enjoyed that. The mids were unobtrusive, they were not overly nasally, they were really nice sounding. And then the top end, I've said it about 50 times, are detailed and articulate and clear. I do think that it may be a little bit too sibilant for spoken word without any kind of processing, and I think throwing on a de-esser can really help the sound out. But all around for spoken word, I do think it is a quite nice sounding microphone and that it could work really well. And to wrap up, would I recommend this microphone? Why, yes, I would. I have very few complaints about this thing. I think that if you're looking for this type of sound, a little bit V-shaped, really heavy low end, and a clear and concise top end with a little bit of sparkle, a little bit of a sheen, if that's what you're going for, absolutely, I recommend it. But I do have one caveat. If you are in a reverberant room or you have a lot of background noise and you don't want to pick any of that up, 
I think you ought to look somewhere else because this seems to pick up the entire room and a lot of background noise. But if you're in a well-designed room that's designed to sound good and you want to capture all of that, the off-axis coloration or lack thereof is really going to play to your benefit because you're not going to be capturing the reverb from the sides that sounds really funky and awkward and really mid-forward or tinny, which a lot of microphones tend to have at 90 degrees. So I think in that type of environment, it would work really well. But if you don't want to capture any of that, look somewhere else. Alrighty, I think that's going to wrap up for today. But like always, I would love to hear from you. Which of the microphones that I compared against the Mojave was your favorite? Was it the Mojave, the Rode, the Audio-Technica, the Neat, the Neumann, the Neumann, the Neumann, or the Sure? Let me know in the comments down below. If you did find this video fun, interesting, or helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. If you hated it, thumbs down. Want more videos? You can subscribe. Click that logo down beneath me. And do not forget to hit that bell icon. Do not forget to do it. Hit that bell icon right now! I'm going to get the cops called on me. If you want to hang out in the Discord server, you can do that by heading over to podcastage.com slash Discord. I know I clipped the microphone. And if you want to support the channel and become one of these amazing people over here, you can do so by clicking that join button and joining at the $5 tier or higher. It really, truly does help me continue to bring you these videos. I appreciate you all so darn much. Thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. I will talk to you next week. Bye.